Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see what I'm lacking to place me? Since I rap in the basement But my come up is legend, is greatness I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal I can never quit now, I will never settle Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto We in the same game, but I'm on a different level I passed it, gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket No fake round, but you feeling too plastic Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket Whoa. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be All the haters in heavy rotation You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Cause I'm looking like Wesley, test me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind It is your boy DJs with running back Philly. No frauds, no fanboys. Never, ever, 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 ever any intros. That was not an intro. That was a figment of your imagination. Uh, Hit the like button on this stream if you're watching live. That helps me out greatly. I'm up here now with two separate YouTube channels. We're pushing running back birds. We separated the Eagles and and the Sixers content. Uh, we're still doing the Eagles stuff on the main page right now just to promote Run It Back Birds. But we're doing a lot of things, and it's free for you. All we ask is that you hit the like button to show your appreciation. That's it. Put something in the comments. Favorite emoji. Doesn't matter what it is. It's all for the Algo. This episode of Run It Back Philly is brought to you by Run It Back Birds brand new channel on YouTube that will be the home of all Eagles content moving forward once we hit 1,000 subscribers on Run It Back Birds. All of the Eagles content will be on Run It Back Birds. It will no longer be on Run It Back Philly. I had to find a way to separate Eagles content, Sixers content. I did it. So we got to get Run It Back Birds over 1,000 subscribers. And when we do that, all of the Eagles content will be there. So if you don't want to miss any of the Eagles content, these post-game recaps, the clips, the quick videos talking about Cowboys fans hating on the Eagles, talking about Micah Parsons saying dumb things on podcasts, all that stuff. You got to subscribe to Run It Back Birds. Also, check us out on Apple Podcasts and every other podcast platform. All the content, Sixers, Eagles, everything, is in mastered audio form for your listening pleasure on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and every other podcast platform. And go to Apple Podcasts, give me a review. All the links are in the description. And I got some fun, interactive new ventures coming your way that I can't announce yet. But stay tuned. All right, man. First things first. We need to pour one out for the Dallas Cowboys. Choking the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dallas Cowboys, whose fan base just can't stop talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, whose fan base talks about the Philadelphia Eagles more than they talk about the Dallas Cowboys, whose fan base is on a never-ending mission to not only try to discredit Jalen Hurts for having an MVP-level season, but they're on a never-ending mission to try to put Dak Prescott in the MVP conversation. The Dallas Cowboys went to overtime with the 3,000, 3,8, 3,9, 4,8, whatever it is. They went to overtime with the Jacksonville Jaguars and Dak Prescott threw a pick six to lose in overtime. (laughs) 
Now, listen, I've seen quarterbacks lose in lots of ways. We saw Matt Ryan blow the largest regular season lead in, in NFL history after he already had the record for the largest blown Super Bowl lead in NFL history. But Dak Prescott, after losing in the playoffs last year with 15 seconds on the clock, no timeouts, and deciding to run down the middle of the field, that was an interesting new creative way to lose a game. And now Dak Prescott adds to his resume a pick six in overtime to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we're pouring one up to that before we even talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you, Dallas Cowboys, for giving us nonstop entertainment. And you go ahead, you you Cowboys fans, you just keep talking about the Philadelphia Eagles because it's more interesting for you to talk about us than for you to talk about your own team. Yeah. Let's get down to the business, all right? The Philadelphia Eagles play a tough one against the Chicago Bears. Now, the Chicago Bears are 3-10 and 10 coming into the game. Uh, they're not very good. Justin Fields is still a project. Um, the Bears' rush defense is dead last in the NFL. Uh, they got a lot of issues and not a whole lot of promise going on, right? Does Justin Fields have any weapons? Do they have any players on the entire roster that are worth talking about outside of their project quarterback. Uh, so the Bears aren't good, right? But it was about what? It looked like it was about five degrees out. Uh, heavy winds. So, you know, tough conditions to play in. And the, the Philadelphia Eagles did not look good for a large part of the game. Uh, the main thing I didn't like about this game was the game plan and the play calling. Now, if you were going to play a game and have as much success as possible against a team, you would focus on that team's weakness, right? The Chicago Bears' weakness is that they have the 32nd ranked rush defense in the entire NFL. So you would think, 69 people in here, nice. So you would think that your game plan in a freezing cold, heavy wind game against the worst rush defense in the NFL, you would think your game plan with one of the best offensive lines in football would be to pound the rock, would be ground and pound would be to run the damn football, would be to snap the ball, turn, and hand it off to running backs. That's what you would think would be the game plan. Miles Sanders did not touch the football the first three series for the Philadelphia Eagles. Miles Sanders had three carries at the end of the first half. Kenny Gainwell had three carries the entire game. Boston Scott, nowhere to be seen. Is he injured? No, he was returning kicks, wasn't he? He was returning kicks, right? Yeah. Um. So they came out pass heavy when... I, and I'm not a coach, and I'm not a football expert, and I don't claim to be. I just say things that I think make sense, that I think make sense. If it doesn't make sense to other people, it is what it is. I created a YouTube show and a podcast. You make your own if you want to. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think you would come out running the football. And they came out doing exactly the opposite. The first issue I have with this is, it's a cold, heavy wind game. And you have a quarterback who played most of his career in Alabama and Oklahoma before coming to Philly. But there hasn't been many cold, heavy wind type of games in Jalen Hurts' career. So you would think maybe you want to take it slow and keep his passing numbers, uh, keep his passing attempts down um, and see what Chicago's weak defense gives you but they come out past happy don't understand that at all 
Another issue I have, and I've had this issue with the, with the Eagles for, for a while now, um, under Sirianni, Steichen, and the crew, there's not a whole lot of traditional style under center run plays. There's not a whole lot of snap the ball from under center handed to a running back. And I know there's not a lot of that in the NFL anymore. When you have an offensive line like the Eagles have, I think they should be taking more advantage of it. And I, I think they should be running the damn football a little bit more. The next issue I have, and the biggest issue I have, with the game plan in this game, and the game plan the whole season, and yeah, we're 12-1, and one, we're 13-1, and one, we're 13-1. and one. Um, But I have a big issue with the game planning and the play calling on this team, not because you can't win games like that, obviously, we're 13-1. and one. The game planning and the play calling includes way too much designed quarterback runs. Way, 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 way too much designed quarterback runs. We start this game. The first two plays from scrimmage for the Philadelphia Eagles designed quarterback run. Somebody has to explain to me why. I need somebody to explain to me why. Why? I know Jalen Hurts can run the football. I know Jalen Hurts is a strong runner of the football. But you have arguably the best offensive line in the NFL. And you have a thousand-yard running back in Miles Sanders. And you have serviceable running backs behind him in Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott. Your main, 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 main goal right now, coming to this game at 12-1, and one, your main, main, main goal should be to keep your quarterback healthy for the playoffs. That should be your main goal. Your quarterback, I don't care how good of a runner he is. Your quarterback should not be your number one weapon on the ground. You should not be coming out here and running designed quarterback draws the first two series of a game because he's going to get hurt. That's the only reason you should not do this. Yeah, you should take advantage of the things that you have that are that are positives on your squad. And of course, Jalen Hurts being able to run a football is a bonus. But when you don't have to do that, when you have other ways you can run the football, it should not be your main attack. It's ridiculous. I can't believe I just watched an NFL coaching staff put Jalen Hurts at risk play after play after play after play in a freezing cold game where the ground is as solid as ice. That field probably felt like landing on concrete. And Jalen Hurts had 17 rush attempts in the game, and I want to say 10 of them off the top of my head were designed quarterback runs. I don't understand. Someone's got to explain it to me. I need someone to explain it to me because it's pissing me off. Because if you get him injured by continuously using him as your number one ground attack weapon, that's ridiculous, embarrassing, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the detriment of this team if they continue to do this. Now, you saw late in the second half, Jalen Hurts run a QB draw designed straight up the middle, and, and, and you know, Jalen is his own worst enemy in these situations. Linebacker, middle of the field. Jalen Hurts can squat 600 pounds, can bench a, a, a small school bus. So him, instinctually, he looks at a linebacker and says, I'm going through this dude. Puts his head down, goes right at him. Now you got a linebacker who's what, 6'3", 260, 
putting his helmet right into the shoulder of our quarterback and slamming him onto this freezing cold ground that probably feels like concrete. Then you get another one, not too long after that, off to the right side, where Hertz gets slammed to the ground. And this time, he's laying on the ground and not getting up right away. Now I'm sitting here screaming at my TV. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we trying to injure our quarterback? Somebody needs to explain it to me. The second reason I don't want this to continue is because Dan Sillyho is out here discrediting Jalen Hurts for being a mobile quarterback and saying Jalen Hurts won't be able to play 10 NFL seasons because he's a running quarterback. If Hurts gets injured running the football, Dan Sillyho is going to look correct. And the last thing I want, the last thing anybody should want, is that loud mouth you-know-what looking right about anything. Now, he would still be wrong because the people to blame if Jalen Hurts ends up being injured is the Eagles coaching staff for continuously using him as a number one ground attack weapon. It's ridiculous. So I would just like to say that in watching this game, I was fucking furious with the fact that Jalen Hurts was getting his ass kicked by his own coaching staff. Somebody needs to bring this to somebody's attention. I don't know how they don't understand it. It should, it should be common sense. The one of you reporters need to grow some balls and ask somebody in a press conference, do you think running Jalen Hurts is a good idea? Don't you think running so many designed quarterback runs is putting your quarterback at risk and putting your season at risk if it continues. Now, somebody do it. All right? All right? Good. So, you know, Hurts, uh, he had two interceptions. And the second, the, the first interception was honestly right after I told my girlfriend that Jalen Hurts is perfect this season. Uh, it was right after a, a an absolute strike to Devontae Smith down the left sideline. Um, and I said, wow, he's perfect this season, man. Watch this play. He rolls out to his left. He lobs it right into Devontae Smith's hands along the sideline. Another, another one of many, 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 many perfect throws from Jalen Hurts. Um, very next play. Again, we should probably be running the ball in the situation. Hurts rolls to his right, throws a duck, uh, right to the defense. And, Again, cold game, windy. You probably shouldn't be past happy in, 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 uh, in conditions like that. But they were, and that's what happened. Uh, he ended up throwing two interceptions in the game. Um, he got it going a little bit more in the second half. Uh, his long ball is has been absolute money. Um, I thought in the first half that the, the receivers struggled to get separation on the long ball. But I love the fact that Hertz is taking chances this season. Uh, you know, third and seven, third and two, second and ten. It doesn't really matter what it is. He's really taking chances. If he has AJ Brown one on one on the right side, if he has Devontae one on one on the left side, whatever it is, he's letting that thing fly. And I gotta give him credit, man. He has had no fear this season in letting the ball go down the field. Um, and his long ball has been on the money. I mean, it's very rare. It's very rare at this point that Jalen Hurts misses a target when he throws the ball long. It's it, it's 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 blowing my mind every time I see it. Um, but you know, the first half they they seemed like they were struggling to get separation. There was a couple of plays. There was one where AJ you know had his defender maybe beat and didn't really reach out for the ball. That was like in the first quarter or so. Uh, looked like there was a lot of contact also on a lot of these. I felt like the, the corners were just bear hugging people down the sideline and the referees were like, oh, it's cold and stuff. So I don't know the rules of football anymore. So, uh, we're not calling anything the whole game. Um, but they, they opened up a little bit in the second half. 
And, you know, Jalen hit AJ on some deep ones. He hit Devontae on some deep ones. I mean, we really got it going. And uh, he finishes the game with 315 yards. Uh, his rating was a 64.6 because he got uh, he had two interceptions. So, you know, it is what it is. His completion percentage wasn't too crazy either. It was 22 for 37 uh, with two interceptions. So that's why the quarterback rating is is what it is. But I still think he threw the ball well for most of this game outside of those two interceptions. And a couple of misses, I thought he threw the ball well. Now, when he got slammed into the ground that last time and, and, and you know, didn't get up right away, he was inaccurate on a couple throws after that. And I was like, if this guy has a shoulder injury, I'm going to go to the NovaCare complex and fight every person in the staff. A lot of those guys in the staff are former NFL players that will kick the living shit out of me, but I don't care. It's pissing me off. Stop running Jalen Hurts. He's going to get injured. The Eagles' defense was showing up from the jump. From the jump. Um, Why don't we have stats? Where are my stats at, bro? Where are my stats at? Look, you got Hassan Reddick um, had a four, uh, uh, recovered fumble. Uh... Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are the sacks at? Where are the sacks at? Josh Sweat, six total tackles, five solo, two sacks, three tackles for loss. Hassan Reddick, four total tackles, two sacks, and a tackle for loss. Javon Hargrave had two sacks. Javon Hargrave now has 10 sacks on the season. That is his first career double-digit sack season. So the Philadelphia Eagles, who lead the league in sacks, uh, sacked Justin Fields six times and uh, they continue their onslaught of NFL quarterbacks. They continue uh, to dominate other teams' offensive lines and lead the league in sacks per game. The, the, this, this defensive front is scary. I mean, you talk about Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, Javon Hargrave. This is a, this is a great, great, great uh, assembly of pass rushers, and it's going to be a problem for teams moving forward. It's going to be a problem for teams in the playoffs. Here's how you know it's a real problem for other teams. I felt like in the first half, probably the whole game, we were running a four-man rush and nothing else. We were sitting back in coverage with the linebackers, you know, we weren't running anything crazy. We weren't bringing any crazy blitzes or anything like that. Just four-man rush. Now, they were creative. You know, the old the, the old pick and roll uh, with the guard and, and the tackle, um, or, the, or the tackle in the end, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Where uh, uh, Josh Sweat, like, steps to the outside and then comes back inside around and through the middle. Creative with a four-man rush, but still just a four-man rush. We had two sacks in the first quarter on four-man rushes. Not to mention, it's against a, air quotes, running quarterback, a mobile quarterback. When you're sacking a quarterback who's supposed to be a mobile quarterback with a four-man rush, your defensive line is a problem. This defensive line is a problem. Howie Roseman's always put together a good defense, a good defensive line. He always focuses on, on line play, offensive line, defensive line. This defensive line is a problem. The Super Bowl defensive line was a problem. This defensive line is a problem. You're slowing down a mobile quarterback with a four-man pass rush. Now look. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith Combined for 400, 300, I'm sorry, 307 receiving yards. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith combined for 307 receiving yards. Um, and they didn't have any touchdowns because every time we get inside that five-yard line, you know what we're doing. QB sneak, QB sneak, QB sneak. And I'm fine with QB sneaks. A QB sneak isn't a very, you know, hard-hitting play where I feel like the quarterback is at risk. 
you could get landed on by something. You could step on something and sprain an ankle, some things like there could be some freak type of stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm fine with QB sneaks. It's the it's the it's the design QB draws and things that I can't stand. And I don't know why we, we do so much. But Jalen Hurts had three rushing touchdowns. Uh, I think two of them were on QB sneaks. The other one was that draw up the middle where the Bears brought the house. Uh, bringing the house on Jalen Hurts is a bad idea. First of all, he can call audibles and you know slant over the middle, whatever he wants to do. Uh, but that play, another design quarterback run, and yeah, it works. I'll never say it doesn't work because Jalen Hurts is a great running quarterback. I don't like putting your quarterback at risk. But that one specifically, there's nobody in the backfield, and they blitz the safety, and Hurts just runs right through the middle of the line for a 22-yard touchdown. Um, let's go through my notes here, man. Let's go through my notes, and then we'll chop it up in the chat a little bit. All right, uh, let's see. I didn't like the play calling. I didn't like the fact that Miles Sanders had three first-half carries and only finished the game with 11 carries, you know, against the... I still can't get over the fact this is the worst rush defense in the NFL and you gave Miles the ball 11 times. It doesn't make sense, and it's not going to make sense, especially with the conditions. With the cold, windy, it doesn't make sense to only give the ball to him 11 times. It doesn't make sense for your running backs in general to only have touched the ball 14 times. And your quarterback to have 17 rushes. doesn't make sense. Uh, let's see, man. Justin Fields had the long run along the left sideline. Uh, I think Hassan Reddick hit him in the backfield, and 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 he kind of escaped him and then ran down the left, uh, stepped out of bounds right before the end zone, and then the Bears ran uh, to the right side, and we didn't have much resistance there when they scored. Uh, a lot of the game, it was looking like, you know, are the Eagles about to lose this game to the Chicago Bears? Um, and I, And I have to say that I wouldn't have cared that much if they did, you know? Because it's a long, it's a it's a long uh, seventeen game season, eighteen week season, and we know we have a really really strong team on both sides of the ball, and we know we're going to be a problem for teams in the playoffs. So it's almost like these last couple of games, uh, I don't want to say don't matter, but if you lose one or two of them, it would be probably a good a good reality check for for the team, um but I just don't think it would be that big of a deal. So even if they lost this game, you know that, yeah, the Chicago Bears are, aren't aren't a good team, uh, but, you know, a lot of NFL teams l- lose a, a, a stinker or a trap game or what have you to a bad team. Uh, it is what it is. But they pulled it out, and I think that says a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles and their resiliency and how they come together and fight even when their backs are against the wall, even when they're getting... You know they're losing momentum against a, a team that they have that, that has no business really being in the game. Uh, they get it together and they win the game. You know all the way down to it basically coming down to getting a first down on a third and six uh, when the Bears used their final timeout or whatever it was, and Jalen Hurts hits a money slant route to AJ Brown to end the game. The old walk off slant route, you know. So I like the Eagles' resiliency in the game. I like how they fought. I like how they uh I like how they put it away. It was an ugly game, ugly conditions, wasn't wasn't uh fun to watch a lot of it. It was a lot of it was like what the hell are we doing? Everything seemed out of sync, a lot of miscommunications. The second interception was uh to Quez Watkins. It was supposed to be to Quez Watkins, right? And he kind of faded his route when Hertz thought he was going to cut his route across the field and you know, miscommunication there. A lot of things in his game that we haven't seen. The, a lot of mistakes we haven't seen the Eagles make this season happen in this game. And they still come away with a win. So you can look at it in that light, right? I won't understand the play calling, but I'm happy they grinded it out and came away with the, with the W. Um, second half, Boston's got kick return. Hurts throws a dime to A.J. Brown down the right sideline. Uh, just a beautiful long ball, man. I, I can't even count how many times now this season he's thrown a long ball that just drops right over the top and into uh, into a receiver's hands, man. It's it, it's wild. Um, then Hurts QB sneaks for, for, uh, for a touchdown. You get a Javon Hargrave sack, his 10th sack of the season. 
Miles Sanders, who had like four carries at the time, gets a little screen pass off to the right and fumbles the ball. Uh, and then the Bears fumble the ball, and Hassan Reddick recovers it. So both t- both offenses were struggling a lot of this game, uh, but the, the Eagles' defense was showing up for most of it. Outside of that, Darius Slay, the touchdown toward the end where Slay got caught sleeping, and uh, you know Fields hit the receiver who was was wide open all by himself. Uh, I thought the defense showed up for most of this game. That was a bad play, but you know the offense was slow. I want to say like two and a half, three quarters, and the defense was was out there fighting every single play. So a lot of miscommunications. We just didn't look in sync or on the same page with a lot of things the whole game. But they came away with the win, and I'm happy about that. Uh, Hertz gets a QB design run where he gets popped in the shoulder. Then he runs to the right side and gets slammed into the ground. I'm screaming, why the hell are we running the quarterback so much? Um, And then we go for it on fourth and six, and it's incomplete. Uh, things weren't looking good. Then Jake Elliott misses a field goal. Things weren't looking good. Miles Sanders had four carries, and then he gets his fifth carry, and he breaks an 18-yard run. And we're like, you see what happens when you give the football to your 1,000-yard rusher? Good things good things happen. I mean, last week he had, what, 20-plus carries for 144 yards and two touchdowns? This week he gets 11? Make it make sense, somebody, please. Let's not forget how crazy Nick Sirianni can be. This is a guy that said he evaluates talent by playing rock, paper, scissors on Zoom calls, okay? Let's not forget. Um, Hertz hits AJ Brown down the right sideline again for a 68 yard strike. Uh, and that one pretty much put the game away. And we we run another QB sneak into the end zone for Hertz's third rushing touchdown of the game. Um, and then yeah, we hit AJ Brown on the slant uh for a game. So I don't like I didn't like the play calling. I absolutely hate the fact that we are running Jalen Hurts into the ground. I think we should be protecting him moving towards the playoffs more than letting him get pounded into the rock hard, cold ground in Chicago. So the Eagles coaching staff needs to get their shit together here. Take all the design QB runs out of the playbook. Get rid of it. Miles Sanders needs the ball more. He's been fantastic this season. He's already over a thousand yards. In 14 games. I liked the production from A.J. Brown, of course. I loved the production from Devontae Smith. Uh, Devontae was over 100 yards receiving on just three catches in the first half. You know what I mean? So our two guys, Batman and Batman. Uh, what they call them? Uh, skinny Batman. Devontae. Either way, our two star receivers combined for over 300 receiving yards in a game. That's a positive. The Eagles' defensive line is an absolute problem. Uh, And the game was closer than it should be, yes. But the conditions were bad. We were out of sync a lot. We weren't on the same page a lot. And we grinded out a win. Dallas Cowboys, on the other hand, go to overtime with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Dak Prescott throws a pick six to lose. The old walk-off pick six for Dak Prescott. Man. What a tough one for, for Cowboys fans, man. Yeah, swole Batman and skinny Batman. Hey, Mama Eastwood's in the chat. Everyone say hi to my mom. Swole, ba- swole Batman and skinny Batman. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. And uh, Jason Kelsey's fat Batman. <laughs> Noah the Beast, what's up, man? Uh, this is the only bad game Jalen Hurts had had this season. I I don't even really think I would call it a bad game. Seriously, I wouldn't call it a bad game. Two bad throws. He made two mistakes in the game, and we we didn't convert on the fourth and six, and you know a couple a couple inaccurate throws. But really, like, I'm not even going to call this a bad game. I thought he had two bad decisions. One was a miscommunication with with Quez Watkins, who, you know, who knows whose fault that was. 
the first interception was just a bad throw. It, it was a duck ball coming out of his hand. Uh, again, a quarterback that played in Alabama and Oklahoma most of his most of his football career. Um, is he is he is he even used to playing in cold weather? You know. So I don't know. I don't even think I would call it a bad game, man. Um, I think. Uh, I think, uh, you know, two bad throws is what it is. I I ain't even worried about it. Of course, people on Twitter were were freaking out because there's still a coalition. There's still a crew of people that want to see Jalen Hurts fail. But after the couple of bad throws, he got it together. He made some phenomenal throws in this game. He made some on-the-money throws in this game like he does in every game. But some of those long balls are just so on the money, and I didn't see that from him his whole you know young career, the two years in the NFL, in college. Uh, he's he's rarely off target on these on these deep throws, and it's it's very impressive. It's very impressive. Horrible conditions, dogfight. Nikki Cunningham, what's up? Thanks for tuning in. Horrible conditions, dogfight is what we just watched. Yeah. And we came out with the dub. Shane, what's up? Um, just mad that Hurts got hurt. I mean, is he is he, is he tech is he technically hurt? Like is that a is that a definite thing? Did they say he's hurt? Now you're scaring me, Shane. Don't be scaring me now. Let me check Twitter real quick. Let me check Twitter real quick. Um Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing anything here. I don't think he's hurt, man. But it it, it got scary at certain times and I don't like all of the designed quarterback runs. I do not like all of the designed quarterback runs. <laughs> Presidential Mike, what's up? Was it Micah Parsons? Was it Micah Parsons' fault or the team? <laughs> this that's that's so funny, man. You won't catch Eagles players. You know what I mean? Like winning in the NFL, winning at a professional level takes an ungodly amount of focus. And I know people want to act like Micah Parsons talking on a podcast shouldn't be a big deal. He's just sitting down having a conversation with Von Miller. It shouldn't be a big deal. Right? But it is a big deal. Because if you if your team is in the middle of an NFL season, the Dallas Cowboys and you're fighting for something and you you haven't looked lights out the whole season, you're not the 13 and 1 team. And if you're taking your time talking on a podcast about another football team and about whether or not their quarterback is good or if it's the system or who's the MVP, I don't think your focus level is where it needs to be to win big-time games in the NFL. You won't catch Philadelphia Eagles players on a random podcast discussing Dak Prescott. Think about that for a second. Do you think you will catch a Philadelphia Eagles player on a random podcast discussing Dak Prescott? You won't. Do you know why? Because they have a message that's being delivered by the leader of the team. Jalen Hurts is the leader of this team, and he's delivering a message every single day in, in in whatever team meetings, practice, film sessions, everything, and when you're le- Jalen Hurts has the mindset that every professional athlete wants to have or needs to have to succeed at the highest level, and it's 100% focus on the goal at hand, and you're not going to see him putting his energy anywhere else, and that trickles down. He delivers that message every day in film rooms and practice, etc. And that mindset trickles down. And the whole team is locked in and focused on the goal at hand. You will not find any Eagles player 
on a podcast talking about Dak Prescott. I don't think your level of focus is where it needs to be to succeed at the highest level in the NFL if you're on a podcast talking about another team's quarterback. You got your own problems to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Take care of the business in your own house before you go talking about something else. You know? It's like a dude with a messed up relationship talking about someone else's relationship. Yours is fucked up, bro. Take care of your own first before you worry about somebody else. And it's just funny. Karma comes full circle. Jalen Hurts starts out slow, but gets it together. Has an amazing game outside of those two, those two bad throws. And Dak Prescott has a walk-off pick six against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. You know what we call that? We call that ball don't lie. (laughs) Yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to be sore, bro. It's going to be sore. He's going to be sore. He's going to be in a, a freaking ice bath for a week after that game. But I'm t- I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of the I'm tired of the 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 designed uh quarterback runs, man. I agree with you, but Micah is cool. Micah's not cool because he's a Dallas Cowboy. And no Dallas Cowboy is cool. I don't care. I don't care if you're a nice guy. You're from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Ah, you went to, you played for Penn State. I don't care. And I know you can't control who drafts you in the NFL. But as soon as you put on a Dallas Cowboys jersey, I hate you. That's just how it is. J.O. says, Micah is a rock star. I have no idea what that means or what your profile picture is. Uh, What else we got in the chat, man? You guys got any hot takes about the game? Any, uh, you know, what do you think about, what did you think about this game? Did it bother you? Did anything about the game bother you? What are things that you really liked about the game? Um, EA, what's up, man? Hurry up, wake up, babe. Run it back. Philly's talking about the Eagles. <laughs> hey. Just so you know, again, anybody that's in here and is not subscribed to Run It Back Birds, once we hit 1,000 subscribers, that is where all of the Eagles content will be. You know, this channel has been mixed with Sixers and Eagles content for a long time now, and I feel like I'm, I'm alienating people a little bit too much, so I separated it. You know, there's people that just want Eagles content, and and I don't want them to be bombarded with, you know, in-depth Sixers talk, you know, when will Tobias Harris uh, come back, whatever it is about the Sixers. I just, I want all of the Eagles content to be one place, all of the Sixers content to be another place. So if you are one of those people that wants all of this Eagles content, run it back, birds on YouTube. You guys are amazing. You hit me over 300 subscribers the first day I, tur- uh, the first day I, I opened that page. When we hit a thousand subscribers on that page, all of the Eagles content will exclusively be on Run It Back Birds. The link is in the description. So don't miss out, bro. Don't miss out. Be ahead of the curve, baby. Be ahead of the curve and check us out on podcast, bro. Dank Burrito Fields is going to be a problem. I don't know. I don't know. You know, they were showing his stats in his second year and showing him, uh, Next to next to Jalen Hurts' stats in his second year, and basically saying that Jalen Hurts took a, a a big leap, um, and he did an incredible leap, a maybe an unseen leap, uh, and they were basically comparing it because they're saying you know maybe Justin Fields can take that same leap. I would say the odds are not very high of that happening. The odds of a quarterback doing what Jalen Hurts did in one offseason, not very high. He defied the odds, in my opinion. He did it wonderfully, and he looks amazing right now. Um, Bernard Winkletoes, who the 
is dialing up two designed QB runs to begin the game. Exactly, bro. Like I can't fi- I can't figure it out. I have no idea. I have no idea why this is our play calling. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, you, against the worst rush defense in the league, your your game plan should have been, you know, get the running backs involved, ground and pound, and, and instead you're you're forcing your quarterback up the middle and he's going to get hurt. It needs to stop. It absolutely needs to stop. Uh it was ugly. We are still thirteen and zero, or thirteen and one. But yeah, it was ugly. I agree. Uh, this game started to remind me for a while when Doug not running the ball and went through for fifty six. <laughs> exactly. You remember that? You remember that? And that was Wentz coming off of an injury. You know, that was Wentz coming off of an injury. Uh. And he threw the ball 56 times. We also led the league in, in sacks. Like we were the most sacked team in the NFL. And, and Doug Peterson was dropping Carson Wentz back in the pocket more than any quarterback in the NFL. It made no sense. Once Doug won the Super Bowl and then uh, his staff left, the dude struggled. He struggled. And you can, you know, you can blame a lot of it on Carson Wentz because Carson was out of shape. I don't think Carson Wentz does anything in the offseason. I think Carson Wentz's career is basically over when Taylor Heineke is looking so much better than you uh in Washington. But you know. For some reason, Philly doesn't like Sanders. He will walk, and we are going to get in on the running back feeding frenzy that will be the 2023 draft. I don't know if the Eagles would would draft a a running back very high. Um, I think Howie Roseman's just going to continue to focus on offensive line, defensive line play, linebacker play, corners, safeties. We're on our third safety right now, by the way, Kavon Wallace, who, by the way, I believe led the team in tackles. You know what? We got to give Kavon Wallace his flowers. Kavon Wallace, who was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles out of Clemson. And, you know, right away, Philly fans, we Eagles fans, we see a Clemson free safety and we think Brian Dawkins right off the bat. We think, oh, hell yeah, that orange jersey. We got one here. Kevon Wallace struggles to get on the field for what, like three seasons? Um, CJ Gardner Johnson gets hurt. I don't know when he's coming back. Hopefully soon. Uh, then my dude, Reed Blankenship, who I believed in since the preseason practice squad, gets hurt. Kevon Wallace, he's all we got at the safety spot. So he has to start. And shout out to Kavon Wallace for nine total tackles for leading the game, leading the defense in tackles today. Nine total tackles, eight solo tackles. Kavon Wallace had eight solo tackles today. Shout out to Kavon Wallace. That makes me happy. That makes me very happy. Uh. <laughs> You hate Wallace as much as you hate Moss, man. Uh, Kavon Wallace had a good game today. Absolutely. Miles fumble changed everything. They were up 11 and driving and on their way to cruising. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. That was a tough one, you know? You, you catch the ball, you turn, it gets poked out. I don't know, man. It's not like he was running and didn't secure the ball. It was like he just caught it and turned. So you're still really making a catch and turning and assessing where the defense is. That's a tough one. I can't be too mad at Miles Sanders for that. It's just a great defensive play. That's that's what I think. That's what I think. Did Nicobe Dean get a snap? I didn't see him out there. I didn't see him out there either. And in just, uh, what did he have last week? 15 snaps. He had seven tackles. So. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Nicobe Dean, you know, get some more play. It'd be nice to see Nicobe Dean get some more opportunities. Uh, 
Is Jordan Davis back? I don't. I don't feel like I saw Jordan Davis either. Rican K, bro. If I hear him mispronounce Kavon Wallace one more time, are you talking about me? Kavon Wallace, Kavon Wallace. What? What is it, bro? Well, actually, the exact correct way to say it is this. Calm down. There's real, there's serious things in life besides a YouTube host pronouncing somebody's name. <laughs> what were my thoughts on the World Cup? My thoughts on the World Cup were that the United States lost. And that's the end of soccer for me. <laughs> that's it. I'm not watching soccer if the U.S. ain't playing, bro. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Uh. Yeah, that's all I got, man. Listen, tough game for the Eagles, ups and downs. Maybe, maybe our worst game of the season so far. But they pulled out a W in 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 very cold, windy conditions. So I can't be too mad about it. Plus, it's Sunday. I'm chilling, and I'm drinking a nice chocolate stout. Thanks for tuning in. Anybody that's not subscribed to Run It Back Birds, make sure you are because that's where the Eagles content is going to be from now on. I think I'm going to post a quick video tomorrow, probably talking about some more in-depth things as far as the this game goes. Some in-depth uh, Jalen Hurts stuff, maybe some in-depth defensive things. That will be posted only on the Run It Back Birds YouTube channel. And everything, Sixers, Eagles, all the content, is in mastered audio form on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and every other podcast platform. So make sure you're make sure you're subscribed to those if you want to listen to these. Uh, you know, while you're mowing the grass, while you're washing the dishes, whatever it is your wife's making you do around the house. And if you could do me a favor, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Run It Back Philly, click on that guy in the office. When he's like, oh, it started playing. And scroll to the bottom and give your boy a review. And hit the like button on this stream. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for joining the chat. Thank you for hanging out. Quit testing me. Don't make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. Cause I'm looking like Wesley. Test me. Don't make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. Test me. Don't make me lose my mind, cause I'm looking like Wesley. Test me, test me.